Playoff time is when things start getting serious on the court. Players are more driven than ever to win these big games and keep advancing. Goodyear knows all about being more driven, too. Working hard to help you advance on and off the road. Let Goodyear.com help you choose what's best. Hey, this is Andrew Hahn from the Hoop Collective. Run AMC has graciously ceded their time slot this week to present a full-length version of Chris Haynes' interview with Kevin Durant and Michael Beasley that aired in part on SportsCenter. You can also see the hour-long video on our ESPN YouTube page. And now, here's Chris Haynes' dinner with KD and Bees. Since when? How? 10, 11. 10 years old, huh? Yeah, 10. I read somewhere where the first time you guys met each other was at a... See, but you don't know the situation. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Go you ahead. don't know the situation. Go, go ahead, go explain. It's context to everything. Okay. Man. So, I I just took the piece. You took the pizza, huh? Yeah, man. You took, you took the yeah, but see, at that time, I'm like, man, what kind of dude we got coming through? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, context. So, it's the no, first no, no, time. No, but I didn't, like, take it. I ain't just just take the whole thing. Just like, like I sat there for a minute. Like, I ate, I ate one slice. Uh-huh. And one slice turned into another slice. <laughs> and then, like, it was like three or four slices. I'm like, Anybody going to eat this? <laughs> but like he was, he was still in the gym shooting. <laughs> so I bounced. And by the way, I totally forgot about that. I get to the, I get to the next day. Yeah, that's what? the first. Yeah, that's like, the first. Right now, I'm the cookie monster with pizza. <laughs> like, yeah. What did you think when you first, when you first saw him take, take the pizza? That's when I knew we had a wild boy on our hands. First of all, I had no idea we were going to be talking about this 20 years later. <laughs> I know, right? Imagine that's that. Crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. So. And I mean, I had to eat, man. Yeah, then then you started to get to know him. You see, you see how he came up. I'm like, yeah, there's a bunch of them in the house. So I know, I know, I know it was food. Five yeah, it's my bunch cousin of, six. Yeah. So man, in an apartment, so I'm like, yeah, you had to figure out how to get some food. It was me and my brother, so I was always well fed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I understood after a while. And then he started hanging. He started coming at coming at your place. Yeah, I mean, we just. We just meet up at the rec a lot, and wherever we practice, you know, and out of everybody, we just kind of... Yeah, we just kicked it all Yeah, we just kicked it, you know what I'm saying? Just good vibes all the time. And we and on the court, too, we know how to play off of each other. And what, what do we do with that? Well, see, see, back then, though, I was just a rebounder. Yeah, he was just... Like, people yeah. don't know, like... Yeah, straight like, rebounder. Like, I, I had like 30 rebounds a game. Yeah. All offensive rebounds and everything. Get offensive rebound and just throw it out to KD. Yeah. He's shooting them up yeah. 40 feet. So he was still shooting long. No, long I was shooting, yeah. No, I like was, exactly how you play now. So this 10, 10, high, 10 high 11 years old. Yeah. I was never un- playing. Paint. Yeah, he never like never played to, back to the bats. He never pulled. I worked on my Always. gym all the time. Were you the tallest one still mm-hmm. there? Yeah, like for like for See, for a while we kind of went back and forth. Yeah, he yeah, he yeah he was taller. When he turns, when he turned he turned eighteen before I did. What? So when he turned eighteen, he just like yeah, stayed grew, up there. I, grew, I, grew, I, grew, I, I feel like God cheated me a little bit. <laughs> what you six nine? <laughs> like six, I think ten. you think you're about right, six, six seven, yeah, six eight, <laughs> bro. I'm six nine with no shoes on. Nah, bro. No, that man. On I what? think you're all right, man. You like you like seven. You you told him the monster cousin. He finally he finally this well last year finally admitted how tall he really is. Six eleven and three quarters with no shoes. With shoes on, bro. No, like I don't seven. even know about that, man. He's seven. You stand next to Zaza Pachulia. You you he's he's the same size as um DeAndre Jordan. He's short. Them dudes are short, bro. They're not seven. To feet. you? No, they're not seven feet like y'all think they are. They're who's like six feet? nine. Who's seven feet? So who's Gobert seven is seven feet. Oh yeah, he's well over. Seven. He's seven feet. I'm not close to him. KP seven four. Yeah, he tall. He I'm not. Yeah, we, dude's a seven. We got a rookie right now. He's like seven two, seven three. Who? Luke Hornet. Yeah, there's too many dudes coming to Lee. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Every game I see a dude like yo, who is this? <laughs> it's like 
<laughs> it's like when you used to play 2K. <laughs> <laughs> they get the generic dudes they make up. One scout report, man. <laughs> what, what did you think of? What did you think of KD when you first saw him? Now, I saw pictures of him when he was little. He was obviously crazy. I knew he was. I knew he was going to the NBA. Then, when we was eleven years old. Wow. Why? Like, Damn, I didn't know that We had, like, I was just sitting, like, at the practice one day, or I think they was just running to play, doing something, and Chuck and Jeff was sitting behind me talking about you. And they're like, man, he got this, he got that, he got this, he got that. And I looked up, and he was like, he was like walking underneath one of the broken flickering yeah. lights. I was like, bro, that's like, that's like heaven. <laughs> man, they just sitting behind like, man, he can do this, and he can do that, he gonna put on weight, and he, uh, uh. and then like, maybe like, a year later, we all, we went to, man, we was at RFK Stadium for the hoop it up. Yeah, man. Damn, that's I it. couldn't believe, like, we couldn't, we was old enough, we weren't old enough to hoop, so we yeah, just had to go yeah, to the side, yeah. the side courts. Yeah. Damn, I remember that. And, all the dude on the mic was saying, like, get this kid an agent. <laughs> he 12, everybody else out there 25. Like, get this kid an agent. It's all he's doing is cross, cross, 40 feet. Bow. Like, man. So, I, like, I knew for a while. Like, I was, like, my whole life, I was always trying to catch up the way he was at. Is that right? Like, because when Hell I met no. him, when I met him, like, I ain't never played basketball but on the parks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he was, like, spending it working on his game. Remember, Sting used to always tell him, five feet when you dribble and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. Running dog hill. Like, I ain't never worked out. I was just, like, <laughs> just on the playground. You know what I'm saying? I just hoop on the playground. I always got pick first type guy. You know what I'm saying? I met him, man. He was just always, just like, <laughs> like, just confident in everything. See, see, my story a little different. All right. So, I was like in the gym a lot. I was in the gym a lot, but I would go outside and play a lot. Mike was more, he had a better feel for the game at that age than I did because all I did was I was in the gym by myself. Mm-hmm. So, like, like he said, he was always outdoors playing with other kids. So, I ain't really had that luxury. I couldn't do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I had to, oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, man. Here we go. Yes. Yeah. So I had to, I had to, I had to just, you know, cook up until I got it, like, until my coach let me go outside and play. You know what I'm saying? So I was one of those dudes. So he had a better feel for like a game situation or playing against people. You know what I'm saying? So at that age, I'm like, damn, I want to be like that. You so know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, it was like, man, I wanted to be, I wanted to be, I wanted to come that easy. So it was always easy for him. He said that at that age, he knew you were going to the NBA. Yeah. When, when did it hit you that that was a that could be reality? See, my whole thing was I lacked confidence early. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I knew I was nice, but I had to play well in order for me to really feel like that. So when I didn't play well, you know, my confidence always took a hit. You know what I'm saying? So it was always up and down. So I didn't really know until I got to college, and I was just like, oh. Yeah, I'm better than him. <laughs> he can't take me. He can't stop me. Like I, I started to gain that confidence, and then after a while, I'm like, oh yeah, this should be this should be a reality right here. Like this is my life now. So I need a fork. Get you a fork. Yeah, but yeah, you can have you can have my. Yeah, appreciate it. I'm good. Uh-huh. Appreciate it. So at that age, when I was like 18, I'm on back. 18, I'm like, Shh. all right, bet I'm in the league. Then the next year. I'm doing stuff in college that, as a freshman, nobody was doing. Next year, here he come. He at Kansas State. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this is this was. We always talked about that. We was always together from ninth grade. That whole ninth grade year, that's when we really got tight. We was catching the bus. Yeah, we, he got kicked out of school. Sean used to pick us up in the morning. Yeah, coaches, JV coach used to pick us up in the mornings to take us to school because we lived so far away. So we was always together. Traveling to tournaments, and he was like, "Man, we knew he was better than everybody. We knew that like one on one, like dudes couldn't really stop us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we envisioned that. You know what I'm saying? Doing what we did in college, and the sky was, we knew the sky was the limit. Once, once I seen what he was doing, I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." What we did as kids kind of paid off. 
you you guys basically look at your your career path. You guys play AAU together. What what, what was those experiences like? You guys won a, a championship or a, a couple together? We barely lost. Yeah, we lost. I remember we got. I remember we got in trouble one day, and it was all because of me. Ref saying something to us. We was at one tournament. I threw a fork at the ref. Oh yeah. <laughs> First of all, where, where you find a fork at? We Man. wasn't even playing. We was. Oh, we was. Yeah, it was we the next game. Uh, we was watching somebody else play, and we was just in and out of the gym. The ref said something like, yeah. "I don't get get that out of the gym." I, yeah, he was what? Wild. He was wild. Look, man, through the fork, man, in the neck. He was wild. It was a plastic fork. I didn't think nobody was going to think nothing. He was wild, man. man. Uh, that man don't okay. care. So, with PK and Stink, man, we get out there and we we scored 20 points in like three minutes. Stink looked there and said, don't nobody shoot the ball for the rest of the game. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> like, it's like that. Like, That's how he disciplined. Hey, we won the game like 20 to, <laughs> 20 to 14. <laughs> it's like, bro. Man, we, dis- we got disciplined a lot <laughs> in unique ways, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we never lost. Yeah. We were good, though. The only thing I hated was that Virginia team, man. Yeah. AAU together, you guys both attended – the same high school, yeah. not at the same time. Our first year we did. Is it? What school was that? National, National Christian. Christian. National Christian. Yeah. I, I didn't have the grades to play the second half of the year. We played JV. Uh-huh. You didn't play at all. Well, no, I started, but then I like, I didn't have the grades the first first semester. Yeah, so and I didn't have the grades huh? the second semester. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Made the yeah. competitive balance a little, little yeah, better. Yeah, no, we the kid in JV league. I, I was but doing then, numbers in JV but, league. But, but, <laughs> What's the numbers? Like, I, I was getting, like, 30. Then. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't have confidence then. Like, when we got the eighth grade, ninth grade, like, I was still, like, in my mind, I was still, like, the rebounder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I went to IMG after I left there. Yeah, yeah, that's when you took off. I went to IMG for a year, and I came back home, and yeah. it was just, like. killer, huh? Like, to me, I was the same person, same player, but. Everybody just looked at me different. Mm-hmm. I was jumping higher, but that was the first like first year I actually like worked yeah. out, lift weights, did mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, you was windmilling it. Oh, yeah, I can't even like what, what age? What age? What was the age that you guys first had your first dunk? Oh no, my like 11, 12. 11, 12. I was in eighth grade. Yeah. Eighth grade, yeah, so we, you'd be about yeah, twelve. Like when we first we used to dunk on each other. Like I like used to play the games. <laughs> like we're we're Stand on the rim. we work out. One person standing in the gym after the workout, <laughs> and he run full speed. <laughs> and I try to block it, yeah. and he dunk on me, and I we do it again. And I, yeah. All right, it's my turn. Like, who, who got the best of each other most of the time? I mean, it was pretty even. To be but he was a one foot jumper. Yeah, I was yeah. a long, long. You know, still same. Like, I was jumping off too, so he had, like he could block. He knew how to jump quicker than me. Like that one foot, like I, I, I wasn't able to jump over my one foot. So I was, like, I was just stretching 18, over everybody, man. That's crazy. Both from PG County. Yeah, man, it's crazy, crazy. I, I had the opportunity. KD invited me out for his, um, his city um, celebrated um, his championship. Oh, I wanted to be there. Yeah, and that, that was crazy because I seen, I seen the neighborhood. It's, it seems like everybody know knows each other. Uh, that's the feel I got. Yeah, but. It's still crazy to think that two guys from that area made it this far. When you look at, I mean, obviously you guys' career has taken on um, different levels and went different ways. What do you guys think about when you think about where you guys came from to where you are now? Honestly, it was fun. Yeah, we had a good time as kids, man. Yeah, I tell people all the time, like, man, when you were a kid, you don't know you in the hood, or you don't know you poor, you don't know, you know. Yeah. You just just accepting your environment when you're a child, and that's when your friends are really your friends wholeheartedly, and nothing is malicious, and it's always, you know, maybe you stole somebody's girlfriend or they returned <laughs> yeah. somebody's pen. But when you're a kid, it's like you forget how kid-free and, and, and like, well, not forget, you don't even know. Like, you yeah. just... Just out there having fun, man. You were around good guys. Um, I met him, and then I met Nolan right after. Nolan Smith. And 
up until that that point, like, like I ain't really had no friends because, like, I would move around so much. We get evicted. Yeah, this place or that place, that place, that place. So, like, KD was my real, like, he was my first real friend. Like, like sleepovers, like, mm-hmm. like, like. He was the first time I ever brought my Xbox out the house. <laughs> 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 no, that's that's yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, you don't bring the Xbox. Real. You don't bring the Xbox. Then left it over there. Like, I'll be here tomorrow yeah, morning. Like, I might as well. Yeah, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, I know. I know. You know how that, like, people know how that feels, yeah, man. Real. Yeah, listen. For real. That was our prized possession. <laughs> Like, when you bring your game out the house, you know? No, <laughs> man, what? Man, controllers. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, bro, that's a, damn, that's a, that's a, so, man. Like, it, it was fun for me, man. And then I had a place to go to the wreck yeah. every day where, where people was just accept me for me and just, you know, it was just, it, like, for me, man, it was just fun. And, and once we started playing, right up. Once we got to the level we got to, man, it like like it was just. It was. It was I mean, when yeah. you come from now, looking back on it, like our neighborhood wasn't like it wasn't friendly. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like we could just go to anybody's house and right. feel at home. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to watch your back out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it. Even if you go down the street, you're in a different neighborhood. And it was it was territories out there where we come from. So we hoop though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you a hooper, you feel like you get passes everywhere. So we hoop, man. Yeah, So we hoop everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And Bye. we didn't care. Like we was we were, we would hoop everywhere. And that was that's when I started realizing what friends was about. Because like I said, I was always in the gym, either by myself or with Mike or my team. So it was like. I ain't really had no no real friends either. Like I ain't meet friends at school or my next door neighbor. Like I moved around so much. Every year I moved. We moved to different apartments. We moved. We lived in every part of PG County. So it was like we ain't really had no stable friends or a stable household. You know what I'm saying? Moms was at work. Pops wasn't there. But we were just hooping. So people that we can't that we was around all the time was just us. You know what I'm saying? As kids, like my moms was letting me. Run the house at like nine. She was gone. I'm gone to work. Oh, yeah, I'm at the house yeah. by myself. Me and my brothers or whoever like coming seven in. Seven years old. Hey, by the time my brother was, my older brother was eight. He was cooking breakfast and dinner for us. That's crazy. You know, and I was five. <laughs> like, that's just how. So you know. we had to, we had to figure it out. And I'm taking his last turn. So go ahead. So <laughs> basketball is what brought us all together. Yeah. And. We just, you, then you start to see like the person, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I started to see what he liked to do. I started to see his family. I started to see what he was passionate about outside of basketball. And the same with me. And we just, when we see it now, it's like, no matter what our careers are, no matter what I do on the court, whatever, no matter what he does on the basketball court, we had a position where we could take care of our families forever. Everything is happening now is a cherry on top. Everybody has that that one person they think of when somebody asks you, who was that guy who who had the talent to make it out, uh, but just didn't? Is there is there anybody that, that sticks out where you're like, man, he he was better than me, or he should have been You got here? time? You remember, <laughs> like, you remember Nasir? Nasir? Yeah, that remember lived on Greg Street? He was just, and yeah, he was bigger than all of us at the time, but he was somebody I was like, he the only person in the neighborhood I probably, I'm not better than. But I was, now to think about it, I was way better than him at the time, but he, he just put that fear. he was strong. Yeah, he was just that's bigger. How, that's how Carl Scott was. Yeah, it was a lot of dudes like that. Carl Scott, when we was, when we was young, he was like a LeBron. Like that. Like yeah, he was strong, but he going he going ninety four you and everything. <laughs> like, and but he never he never grew. Yeah, like he just stayed the same size when he was like ten, eleven. He just like he was like five, eleven, six feet first, mm-hmm. yeah. and then he like he like the same height yeah. today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can't be a six foot LeBron. But at that age though, like we, yeah. we first seen him, so we played. I played at C Pleasant mm-hmm. Activity Center. 
called Scott played at Cedar Heights. And so we was, it was right down the street from our rec, so we could just walk there. So, But it was a, a little small rivalry within the neighborhood because the rec league was the best back then. Yeah, All the players yeah, from D.C., I mean, from PG County that made it either went to college or play in the NBA, they all play in this rec league as kids. Like, Facts. That's how I started to see that we had a lot of talent in our area. So it was all small robberies, each rec center. And that's what kind of, that's what that's when we started playing, that's when we knew what playing competitive basketball was about. And it was like, like now you found your crew, too. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So you could roll with dudes. And, you know what I mean? It made, it made the whole thing fun. So Carl was in the, uh, he played down the street from us. And I'm like, yo. And I went to elementary school with him. And he lived around my neighborhood before. And, like, two years had went past and I ain't seen him. And I know where he, like, six feet like this. Lefty getting to the cup. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <Strong>. <laughs> yeah. But he, then he ended up playing on our team. Um, for the Jaguars, so we recruited him to come play with us. Right. We was like, yo, we need this dude. And Championship, YBOA, all that. Uh, you know, so you know that show I'm doing with Apple? Yeah. It's based around our team. So every character is going to be, you're going to see Mike. Oh, nice. Did you know that? No, I didn't. So okay. it's going to be a Mike, it's going to be a Bryce. Bryce is the white. I just, I just seen Bryce. Uh, yeah, like he told me. Bryce, my, he was just in Cabo with me um, after All-Star Bro. break. So, me and Bryce got real tight the last few years. Bro. Like, yeah, that's my boy. So, he played on our team. White kid Bryce. from Northwest used to catch the train, a bus to come ha- play with us because we were so good. But like, we, couldn't, we, like, we couldn't figure it out. Rich white kid coming to hoop with us. Like, he wasn't even rich, though. Yeah. Well, we thought he was rich. He had a suitcase. <laughs> he was white. That's it. Sorry, guys. But he was white. And we see no white. Yeah. We live in Chocolate City, man. Yeah. Like, no, I, I tell people all the time, like, it. growing up, like, like you. He was the lightest one. I was the white growing up. <laughs> <laughs> like, people thought you were rich. When Mike's right? coming around, man, we like, like, man, we just but couldn't figure out why. You see the stereotype, baby. Yeah, that, like know. that's that's the thinking that we got yeah. as kids, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's like that. We shouldn't be thinking like that mm-hmm. as a kid. So right. you, you just see where we come from, where it's like you have no clue what's going on outside of that mm-hmm. PG County area. So now that we going we out here seeing the world, we playing in New York City. I'm in San Francisco. Like that's inspiration to all the young kids in our neighborhood. First time you know I was saying. First time I, I, I knew Bowie existed. I was like 12, 13. <laughs> 30 minutes from us. Yeah, that's, that's like crazy. literally yeah. 30 minutes up the road. Like, you know when was the first time you guys aren't too far? What was the first time you guys went to go close up view of the White House? Like 2000 and. 2000? Yeah, 2014. 10, so, you, 11. so you guys are grown. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go to. I, I, I used like, to ride my bike downtown D.C. And that was the first time I rode in front of it. it was 2014, and I lived on Pennsylvania Avenue. Man, <laughs> I ain't, wow! Like, so, like when you like when you young, it's I don't know, it's just something we don't do. Like I, I went to see the fireworks one year. Like I think it was '98. My mom, my brothers, and them. But we was like like a mile away from the monument. You know, that's the closest I ever got to any of that. You know, it's, it's like you know, instead of riding on a like two ninety five yeah. and all that type of stuff. Closest but, I would get is just going to the MCI Center at the time. I would. I, I didn't was, know the White House was. I thought the White House was like, you know, maybe like ten thousand square feet, <laughs> yeah, like, I, like I, eight thousand square feet. I know it was a chill little house. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't know it was all yeah, the gates. I didn't know it was yeah. a whole block. Yeah, that's one thing for sure. And. Yeah. I still like to see all of that, like the Lincoln Memorial and stuff. Yeah, like, I, I still like to see all right. you know, Yeah, I, it's funny because um, you know, KD, you, you know, you got a place in Oakland as well. There's kids that I talk to in Oakland, who's east side of Oakland, which is you know kind yeah. of a rough, rough area, but they've never been across the bridge to San Francisco. That's how it is, though. Like, like I know a whole lot of people in Miami, like for a lot of them, never been to South Beach. Yeah, that's just like I don't know. It's just that's not just, weird. Yeah, it's, Cause you know it's there, you know what I'm saying. It's not like a. But it seems so far. It seems so far, yeah. But here, everybody, <laughs> everybody been to Times Square here. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I mean, because like, it's a thing, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to get here, by the way. Let's talk about that. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. Like you know, you stay on your section. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? we all just stayed in our section. We stayed PG, and just going around PG was a was a, a trip for us. So. Mm-hmm. I stayed in Capitol Heights, Sea Pleasant, District Heights area. That was all around like the same. Yeah. That was 10 minutes from each other. So I didn't leave there unless I was going to play ball or like 
So we felt like we was trapped. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's a mental trap. Like, you can go, you can mm-hmm. get on the train and go down there and just go see whatever you want to see. Like a whole new world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as I got older, I would I would catch a train, and I would like just I would go to Northern Virginia just to just to see different stuff. I would go to Montgomery County. Yeah, just to look at different stuff because I'm like way man, better malls. Like we grew up yeah, in Forestville, exactly. Mall. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what that what that mall like? Man, mall. Like Fox Hills Mall. In LA. I know y'all been there. Yeah, we, we, uh, we ain't had like a whole lot, but yeah. nah, we ain't but, know that until we like yeah. start hooping and going places. Like we went to Florida, we went to Memphis one yeah, one Memphis, like, yeah. Yeah. We seen like, Elvis Presley uh yeah. we seen the Elvis uh uh museum. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Was the first time I ever Grace a bus, by the way. Yeah. Like uh, like one of the tour buses, like mm-hmm. we used to catch the bus all the time. Packed the bag, went to Florida. Yeah, bro. That's, we went what, to Florida, listen. Georgia. North Carolina, Ocean City, man, we had a good time. Yeah, you know, all just playing basketball, man. What, what would have what, what would have happened? Where are you guys at? The basketball wasn't in you guys' life. Where, where we at right now? I'm probably living with my mom. Yeah, like, at working the, at the rec center. You are not living with your mom at 30 years old. I swear, like bro, like like. Not to say that we're not good at anything else, mm-hmm. but like at that point, I mean, like, what are we good at? Yeah. Like, we, we can put a ball in the basket mm-hmm. and do that really good. Like, other than that. Who like, are we looking at? Like, I, I, I didn't even declare, I, I didn't declare a major in, in college. <laughs> like, like I was thinking it. about going back yeah. to college. Like, yo, I got to start from scratch. I ain't getting that one credit. <laughs> like, but I'm just saying, like, as kids, who are we looking at? And the, the inspiration around our career was like, Stink, he ran a rec center. People looked up to him. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff well, had the, Jeff. White, the white walls on the Cadillac. Yeah, like, who was we looking at? And basketball was like our only way out. Our only way. So, stay out of trouble. That's why I always say it's always about the game. I always tell him that all the time. Like He always do. Never yeah, never yeah. get away from the game. Like, all this other stuff that goes on around basketball, it does not matter. Because without this, ball bouncing, that one exists. He gets mad when I ask him a question outside of basketball. Wow. I actually like talking about stuff other than Not like that. No, nah, nah, I know what you say. I know you what you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you say. The, the business of basketball. The, the, oh, yeah. the drama around wow. basketball. I don't like that. Relationships and things like that. Yeah, because it don't matter. When um, you guys, okay, same AAU program, same high school. Because guys both went to the Big 12. Yeah, yeah. Both freshman conference player of the years. Both the number two picks. Yeah. In the draft, and it was it was a point where he thought possibly that you, you probably could get drafted by the same team. Yeah, he was yeah. in, in he two picks before. Yeah, he, he told me to take a slide, but <laughs> <laughs> man, I'd have been. <laughs> yeah, but 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 since then, the the NBA paths have gone different. KD's went went this level, and you've been different teams. Then it seemed like this narrative has circled around you as far as. What, who is Mike Beasley? What is he about? Is he dedicated to the game? When you start seeing people questioning you as a player, even questioning your character, what what, what was going through your mind at that time? How how were you dealing and, fo- and focusing on that? At first, I at first I handled it like any like anybody would handle it, like down on myself, just, you know, just the wrong way, like kind of feeling sorry for myself, like. But then it's just like, you got to a point where, you know, you got to look yourself in the mirror. and you can't be honest with yourself, then you can't be honest with anybody, you know? So once I was able to be honest with myself, you know, you can start to weed out what's true and what's not true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Once you get to that point, man, once you're honest with yourself, like, nobody else can be dishonest with you. Like, you can't tell me I, I do anything other than what I do when I go home. Whether that be this or whether it be that, you know, so it it, it was hard at first, but at, at the same time, like you said, man, like the basketball is what what matters. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody nobody can tell me what I do or how many shots I take up or 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 how many hours I spend in the gym or you know anything. You know, so like it, it was hard. It's tough, but. Life is what life is. What 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 do you contribute to 
how much do you feel like you contributed to it? And if if you have something, what is that? What what, what led to? I mean, it's 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 a lot of different variables that can go into this and go into that. You know, like for me to sit here and say it was all your fault and your fault and your fault and your fault, that, that that's like pretty childish. You know, like at the end of the day, everything I've been through on and off the court, I'm the only common denominator. You know, so. I would be very immature. I would be very naive as to think like it was always somebody else. Now, with that being said, I'm not gonna eat the whole pot. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can I put my? Can I give you my take? Can I give you my take? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna ask you. So, so with Mike, it was always about focus. Like he got a supreme skill. You know what I'm saying? And. He could put the ball in the basket, and he got a knack for the ball. You know what I'm saying? He's always around the ball. So I knew that as a kid. Like you, know, like you said, he was getting rebounds that grown men couldn't get in the game. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, he got a knack for the basketball. But my thing was, like, I had an appropriate fear. Like, I knew if I didn't go to the gym that I, I wasn't going to be able to perform the, the right way. Or the, the next game, I wouldn't be able to, you know, go out there and produce if I didn't <clears throat> work on my game. Mike... He had to go through this. You know what I'm saying? He had to realize, like, damn, this could be taken away from me if I don't lock in. And I knew that as a friend, it was tough for me to see, like, people, you know, defaming his character. I'm like, like, this dude would do anything for anybody. He's loyal. He loves his friends. He loves his family. He loves the game of basketball. But, like I tell a lot of people, I was fortunate enough to go into a situation where, I didn't have to play behind D-Wade or I didn't have to live in Miami or as a 19-year-old. Or if I did, yeah. it might be a different story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it might have been a different story. And my mom's was on me from day one. You know what I'm saying? She was always there. Yeah, you can take it. She was always there. You know what I'm saying? Always there to let me know when I'm messing up. And sometimes Mike didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? He had that person as an 18-, 19-year-old to let him know, like, look, man, like, this is sacred right here. You might you might need to focus on this a little bit more. He focused on the game. He loved it, but you need to put your whole mind and body and spirit into this. You know what I'm saying? And I had that early at an early age. I had people telling me about that. You know what I'm saying? And he, like you said, he came from playing street ball. Like his his parents, his mom and the probably was like, "Yo, you want to play ball? Oh, cool. Go ahead, have a good time." Oh, yeah. well, my mom was like, "Yo, get up. You gotta go to the gym." You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's all about what you was taught as a kid and those habits that you built. And after a while, he built some, you know, some tough habits, as he would say. But now he had to go through that just so he can see now that, look, every team he's been on the last few years is like, you know what you're going to get out of him. You can score 20 points any night if you give him the ball. Now you just need somebody to, to really invest in that and want that. And I feel it's I feel it's time now. So it was just we're gonna end up at the same place. It's just gonna be different different paths. No doubt, no doubt. That's that's what happened. You brought up. I was gonna ask Mike about that. Miami. How, how tough is it? An uh, 18, 19 year old kid <laughs> living in Miami. Mind you, I told you, I ain't see Bowie Merlin so I was Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to judge. Man. No, no, that's, that's no, that's you know what I'm saying? Awesome. I don't know the context of how we came. I knew. Yeah. So as he got drafted in Miami, all of us was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this can't be good. Who going down there with him? You know, awesome. I'm in Seattle. I'm, yeah. I'm dealing with rain every day, so I'm not even leaving the house. And yeah. I got C-Bell, older dudes in our, yeah, in our yeah, neighborhood yeah. that can watch over me a little bit. See, Him on the other hand. It was a little different. <laughs> it was a little different. So who did you have? What, what, what was that like? See, I... Everybody came down. Like, he had all the white dudes from the neighborhood, all the dudes that Hold we, we looked at. Nobody before. wanted to come hang out in Seattle. <laughs> so, okay, that's you know what that I'm saying? Everybody wants to go to Miami. Yeah, yeah. He had all the dudes that, that we we used to watch growing up, hooping, went to college, yeah. did the right. You know, people that really cared about us and still care about us today. And not to say that any of my my family and friends didn't. It's just they cared. Like, like I break it down to two, two, two different ways. Two different you can love me to death, which is love, is genuine love, or you can love me to life. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Now, loving me to death is sitting here giving me my advice or, or, or telling me what I'm doing is, 
is is, is right just so you don't make me mad. Just go, mm-hmm. and you love me, you just don't want to see me mad or upset. Yeah. But loving me to life is telling me, hey, hey, bro, like stop doing that. Like you don't need, to, you need to get in the gym. You need to, you know, yeah. things that I might not want to do or things that I might not have on my mind that you know. But kind of almost forcing me to do it, stopping me to do certain things and helping me do do other things, you know. So he had like the good people from the neighborhood. Yeah. He took them. And he took I them had everybody else. <laughs> he took them <laughs> like off. we turned like like we. But I was groomed to play basketball. Like mm-hmm. I had a Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> like yeah, everybody knew at a, at a young age. Like I, this was what I wanted to do. Mike ain't Mike wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? I was. I was playing ball since I was eight, but being taught how to play ball since I was eight. You know what I'm saying? It was the difference between just going outside and playing and being and taught how to do certain stuff. Going outside, playing 33. Yeah, like, it was like I had a little bit more discipline around me. I wasn't I wasn't good at being disciplined as a kid, obviously, but, like, I had people that was just like, you got to do this, you got to do that. Mike ain't had that. So his path was actually harder than what mine was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Like you gotta be more, you gotta be mentally tough to do what he did. For me, it was kind of like, there you go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's you why. Seattle, I, then OKC. Yeah, it's kind of a similar situation where I'm pretty sure not a lot of people want to want to go yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. He had a lot of gym time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot. Yeah, you much to do out there. Oh, I'm, I'm in Miami. <laughs> It's, it's summer all the time. Ooh, and I was boy. jealous, boy. Listen. I was like, why couldn't this be a year later? Why this could be a year earlier? The balls ain't bounced this way a year Listen. earlier. Oh, <laughs> man. It, it was fun, though. Like, I, I know you like, had fun. Nah, I, know. I bet. Man. Like, if I can do it all over again, man, I, like, I wouldn't change it. Like, those like those lessons and, like you said, I had to go through, through, through that, through something, you know, to... To wrap my wrap my head back around it, like like he said, he 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 was groomed to play it. Like I used to just pick it up because I was good. Like not that I didn't love it. Like I always loved it in my heart, but yeah. like I was always just like man, just get up and down a couple times, start giving some light buckets, mm-hmm. you know. And like like he said, playing outside all the time, playing thirty three. We used to play thirty three paint. Yeah. Couldn't score. Oh, couldn't man. score outside the paint, and we used to play butt on the pole. Yeah, and you crucial. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I've been telling these youngsters, man. Y'all did not play butt <laughs> on the pole. <laughs> you ever been on the pole before? Yeah, me? No. no. Oh, I made yeah. sure. No, I've been on the pole a few times. I have. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I've been on the pole a few times, but yeah. after the first couple times. You don't know what butt on the pole is. You know what butt on the pole Explain it. So, butt on the pole is like 33, but the loser. By the way, it's like, it's half course, like 15 of us playing, yeah. by the way. Okay. The last one to get to, to a certain number, you had to. Is a pole out outside. Uh-huh. You had to wrap your uh, body around the pole, and everybody get the ball and throw it at your butt. Wow. No, so I, if it's 15 of us, you get 15 times somebody throw the ball at you. Yeah, you ain't want to be there. So it's you crucial to get that, that Crucial. Yeah. That's how, that's how I was. I was coming home with like all types <laughs> yeah. of... Yeah. Because some people can't throw. So yeah. You get hit in your head. Yeah. You hit your elbows. You somebody your back. Throw, you got to hit them in the butt. So if you hit somebody in the back, they go, like, oh, my bad, my bad. Boom, hit you again. So it's like... That that built up that like yeah. nah, nah. So that's how I learned how to play basketball. Game, man. Man. You know, it oh, was I just all. I'm not trying to get hurt. <laughs> you know, that's I don't crazy. want. You know, so it's just a different path. I had to learn how to. Like I had to grow up, man. It was a lot of things that, like, once I stopped playing basketball, it just kind of got handed to me. You know, and I didn't really know how to. Like I didn't know how to live life. I couldn't pay bills. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Yeah. You know, I couldn't yeah. do none of that stuff, you know, and I just, you know, just had, had to learn a different route. I think I'm jumping in on this. This is, I see some steak on. Well, we all just grew up different. I mean, I had to go through certain things in order for me to finally gain confidence in myself and know who I am outside of basketball. Like, we just had to deal with different things, but we both went through a lot, you know what I'm saying, mentally, yeah. to get where we are today, and we're still growing. That's the perfect thing, like. But once you realize that it's an ongoing process, that's when you start to appreciate what you've been Yo, through. I'm just using my fingers for this. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's that's right. boy. 
What's that? Appreciate that. Uh, this is tater tots. Man. A tater tot? Yeah. Bro, all y'all speaking. Man. Yo, I appreciate this. It's on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a little quiet there, right? Yeah, yeah. You got a little quiet there. Uh, I appreciate this, fellas. Nah, it's good. good to break some bread. Appreciate it. It's very yourself. good to break some shrimp. <laughs> shrimp is fire, and I'm thinking, I think I'm eating them all. Right, uh, Katie talked about the crucial part of your life and watching you kind of go through your trials and tribulations in the NBA. Now, him. On the other hand, it seemed like the scrutiny, or if you want to call it scrutiny, didn't come to him until he joined the Warriors. Which, what, by the way, yeah. What 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 what, what was your I, thoughts? So when I we played in Milwaukee last year, uh-huh. I'm coming out the hallway. The first thing he do is give me a big hug. It's like, man, I'm proud of you. And he told Steve Novak, who I played with too, yep. who a close friend of mine. He was like, he was looking at us kind of crazy. He was like, man. Like that, I wouldn't have made that decision a few years back. Like I'd have been worried about everybody, like trying to make everybody else trying happy. to make everybody else happy. And he gave me a big hug, and that made me feel good because it's like, man, like he know me to the core. Yeah. He know he know me from like uh-huh. eight, nine, years, ten years old when I ain't so really, like like had nothing. So it's like, man, that that made me feel good. That was a special. Yeah, moment. he he always like, like he give you the shirt off his back, and I know a lot of people say that, man, but like. Like that's all, like, like that's always been who he was. Like he been he would sacrifice things he wanted to do to make somebody else happy. You know, so when I seen him make the decision to go to the Warriors, like I'm not looking at him joining this or joining this. I'm looking at him wanting to play basketball, wholehearted basketball. Mm-hmm. To where it's it's no pressure but it's fun. The numbers is for everybody, shots is for everybody. Always making the right, you know, playing basketball the right way. But more, more than that, he he made a decision to make himself happy, man. And I was so happy to see him do that because up until my life, I I, I hadn't done that yet, yeah. you know. And that just like made me feel like kind of inspired me to 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 do certain things, not just basketball, but certain things in my life better. And to to treat myself, cause cause we we work and and people, you know, it, it's a game at the end of the day. But we work so hard at it, we put our life into it, we sacrifice so much that everybody else don't, and we never get to treat ourselves. You know, it, we always take care of everybody else, and yeah. not that it's a burden or anything like that, but like. Not a lot of decisions are made of what you want at, at, in your heart, and when he made that decision. Like I, I knew that he just said, you know what? Like I love everybody else, but I'm a man. Like, like when I when, when I became proud of him the most, like all the basketball I knew that was gonna happen, all the points, all the is when he he started coming out in the media and just started speaking his mind. Oh yeah. After the game, I enjoyed that, like, bro. That's <laughs> not, you know, and everybody's looking that like, part, man, man, that's that's not him. Like, no, that is him if you know him. Like. It's just he know who he is now, mm-hmm. you know. And when he made that 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 decision, it was like, bro, like his destiny is his own. Like no matter what he do from here on out, no matter what they say or how they say it, man, he's his own man. And that decision right there just proved it to me, anyway. You know. Appreciate that, brother. Um, no, that's that's big time right there. No, I, I remember when uh, when the decision was made and the backlash that came from it, but. You know, you talk about pressure. There was a lot of pressure. Like, you got to win now. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you can't you can't slow this boat down. Yeah. But yeah. my thing was, like, <clears throat> man, I always go back to those teams, man, when we was young. Like, yeah. that was the best time of my life. Like, I had – it was carefree. It was – you didn't have to worry about nothing but just playing. I had – we had good people around us. You know what I'm saying? It was like you went to search for that. And it's hard to do that in the real world because obviously we got more responsibilities as we get older and you learn more, you experience more, so you kind of see things for what they are. Back then, we were just, we had that 
I want that kid like feeling again for the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I wanted I, I wanted to just playing, just try to play. duplicate that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, this is the perfect spot for me to play like we played with the Jaguars. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I always thought about us every single day as I was going through it. And, and the Hamptons, July 1st, and going through that whole thing, I was just like, you know, I need that feeling again. That's you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Where are you at right now in your life? I know you made some changes um, professionally. Uh, you look look at the numbers, man. You're having the second you have the second best mark in your career points per game wise per 36. You're putting up the numbers, shooting 40% from three, 50% from the field, around 13 points a game. You still get buckets. Where are you at right now in your career professionally? Hungry. What has changed? Hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, grateful but not satisfied. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like I can score, but that's not like my main focus. Like, I, I want the opportunity. I want someone, a coach, an uh, organization, to believe in me to the point where I can win games and I can. Like, cause my thing is, I don't want to just score. I want to make. I want to make players better. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know that about myself until I went to China uh, the first time. And, that's right. You know. It became fun to see my teammates' reactions to things that they didn't even think they could do, you know. And like to me, that's like that's like the fun of it when when we all playing the right way, when we all making the right pass. Because my philosophy, like if I was a coach, I would force everybody to make the right pass every time because at the end of the day, your percentage is going to play out. Yeah. You know, you're a good shooter, you're a good shooter. At the end of the Day you might miss twenty in a row, but when you look at the end of the season, mm-hmm. you at forty two percent because you, you know, oh, and, and it's the right pass, it's the right shot, it's the it's the right aura and atmosphere for a team, you know. And I've always wanted to, you know, be the guy like the, the KD, the LeBron type to to bring that aura and that atmosphere and, and that you know those type of wins to the city, you know. So I'm still at a place to to where I'm hungry. I still work every day. Like I, I got a gym schedule. Like when I leave here, like you know. Hold on, this this what? It's ten ten thirty at night. Yeah, like we like, I, like. It is. And contrary to beliefs, man, like I work so hard on on my game, man. Mm-hmm. Like like my style. Like like Melo just said something recently. Um, the mid range is the loss. Yeah. I one hundred percent agree. You know, it's it's. Literally, just like kids don't even know the triple threat anymore. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So fundamentals. Where I'm at in my career, man. I, like I, I still got a lot in the tank. I still got a lot, a lot of years to play, man. And I want to play at the level of championship as talent, and you know, try to bring my team there, and, and you know, have fun doing it because that's 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 fun basketball. You guys ever talk about like coming full circle and? Playing together in the, in the NBA? Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, I, I'm not yeah. sure if I'm, I'm ready yet. Okay. Like, he he, uh, he uh, I act a follow. No, Yeah. Hey, man, these shrimps is fire. <laughs> but we basketball purists, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we really purists. <clears throat> Playing the right way. Yeah, you just want to play the right way, and you enjoy playing the right way. And then everybody have fun. Yeah. That's because we, because that's that was our only source that's what of fun. Came up, yeah. That was how we. All, that's only way we can get away from what was going on at home, not having a positive all the time. Mom's angry because yeah. she coming home from work. My dad was exactly like. Yeah, same. So it's like, 
Like, that's the only way we can get away from the, the like, I had no friends at school. Like, it was the only source of fun for us was to play basketball and play it the right way oh, and play it with your friends. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's where we get it from. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand that because they just know as soon as we get to the NBA mm-hmm. or when we get to college. That's all they see. That's all they see. But, like, they don't know the context of, like, why we want to play ball so much and yeah. why we enjoy it and why you just want to. You want to please your teammates. You want to learn from your coaches, yeah. and you want to just have a good time. Cause it's like that wasn't like we got we this is we got a short amount of time left to play ball. To be honest, when it comes compared to the to the you know the rest of our lives, but so we want to enjoy it for as long as we can. Yes. But you speak about love of the game. I got I got to segue into this real quick. With all the things going on in NCAA. Okay. Uh, coaches hmm. getting done. I, I seen how you made some comments about. Hmm. You know, am I allowed hey, to make a comment? Hey, this we're for free country here. Man, straight up, <laughs> it's a free country. It ain't that serious. What, what, what do y'all think? What do you think about what's going down with the NCAA and some of these some of these coaches look like they're about to go down? First off, they gotta stop publicizing how much money we make as NBA players because it's driving these parents it's driving and everybody crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Good point. Crazy. So now they're saying, oh, such and such has made $200 million on a five-year deal. What you think these parents now are talking about? They're not even worrying about the game no more. It's like, oh, yeah, you need to go make that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas back in the day, I didn't know what none of these dudes was making. <clears throat> I was just trying to – I just wanted to be them. I just wanted to be like them on the basketball court. So that's one thing, in my opinion. Obviously, it's not going to happen. But that's I think that's one of the reasons why I'm going crazy around here with the cash yeah. and – and giving the power to the, to a bunch of kids. Like, come on, 18, 19 years old, these kids get to dictate. But they 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 running these shoe companies, they running these coaches, they they can like blink of a eye kick and be like, nah, I don't wanna go there, you don't got enough money for me. Yeah. When you putting that much power into a kid's hands, for one. And you manipulating them and playing with them cause they cause you got more money than them. That's messed up. <clears throat> That's messed up to me. But at the same time, like these kids out here slaving for your programs and making a, bringing in a lot of money to these schools, and I was we was had three hundred dollar uh, scholarship checks from the school, three hundred dollars a month when I was at Texas. You know what I'm saying? That's what, I don't know what it is like. I don't know what it's like right now, but it can't be much more. Yeah, yeah you struggling in college? Yeah, like, like you struggling. So what else you gonna do? As a kid, did it's and you know your power. Simple, yeah. Like, like I mean, you can you can easily just say pay the kids or or whatever, you know. But you you got to put yourself in each each individual foot shoes, you know, because there's some kids out there that like. If somebody would have came to me at 14, 13, and offered me this, that, whatever, mm-hmm. me, like, not, not like, take my mother out of it, yeah. take, take, take my family out of it, mm-hmm. take everybody, you know, like, me as a kid, like, it's, I've never seen $20. Yeah. I'm blaming the grown-ups. You know, yeah. so, like, like he said at first, it's your upbringing, you know, it's, 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 it's it's a dignity thing. It's a it's a it's a uh, it's a power. A, a you want power. the power. You, yeah, want you want the power. You want to feel like you got some power over somebody. And so that's how it is. Yeah, and it, it's sad, man, because in most cases these kids don't know what's going on. Like a lot of these kids are just just playing, and they, their parents are taking advantage of them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Do I think that college players should be compensated for? The money, not just basketball, but football also, the money that, that they generate the NCAA, yes. But on how to do it, I don't have the answers. Yeah, yeah. it's tough, to, like, it's tough to say how to tough do to it. Because it's like, you don't do def- at that age, kids, I mean, you don't want kids to pick a school because of how much yeah, money they can like, make. Yeah. And it's, you don't know which players to give what to, like. But they, they bring in so much money. Mm-hmm. Like, people want to see the tournament. People want to see the college football Final Four. Like, that is huge. Like, what? And they out there with nothing? Yeah. Like, they can't. 
they gotta wait till they get they become professionals. Like one. Like, come on, man. Like make no one, sense. one one thing I used to get mad at. When I was at Kansas State, I was a freshman, so all the freshman parking lots was like a quarter mile away uh-huh. from where you going. So we used to pull up to the games. Mind you, Kansas get freezing cold. Yeah. Like you'll wake up one day and it'd be an ice storm <laughs> and like you'll turn, you'll turn your car on uh-huh. and it's click, click. <laughs> you know, oh, I, gotta, I gotta walk. <laughs> you know, so you'll pull up to the gym and you like, I, I just used to think to myself, like everybody here parked to come see me play, and I'm, <laughs> you I'm walking a half a mile. It's cold, you, you know. Work out it's like, like that's just backwards yeah, to me, man. you know. But that's that's just how it is, man. Like the players always get the short end of the stick, mm-hmm. and it's always the players' fault. The players' fault. Like nobody else is ever held accountable. And, and I got I got to ask you: you guys were the biggest, the biggest names in college at your time. Did anybody ever come off of you guys? I ain't know about it. Mm-hmm. If they did, I'm sure they did. Yeah, I'm sure somebody tried to dangle some bread over yeah, top of I mean, us. You, you got to be, you got to be honest at the end of the day. But his mom and my mom are exactly alike. Like, yeah, they weren't that. We ain't because in, in the neighborhoods, you know, you don't want to owe nobody nothing. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. And that's you know what I'm saying. That's that's, that's, that's like, always been our mindset. Yeah. And that's. And on top of that, like mindset. on top of that, like we could have waited another year. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to get it. Yeah, we we've been we've been living yeah. like this for a minute. I was I was I remember right. one, one time it hit me. We had played Tennessee. We lost the game, but like I played well. I had like 30, and I'm going home for Christmas break. And like I got to go home for Christmas break <laughs> for two days. We had two days. We could we could let we could uh, we could leave. <laughs> I know Frank wasn't having that. Coach Barnes was a little different. So we left. I'm talking about like uh, at this time. I'm like in my freshman year. I'm scoring 30s. I'm, people know who I am. Like in the basketball world. And it hit me. I went home and I'm like, you know, where we live in Pembroke Terrace. Like I ain't. We ain't had no door. My my room ain't have a door. Me and my brother both at this time. I'm six nine. My brother six seven. We stand in the same room. Like. Beds is two beds in one room. My mom's room right next door. I'm walking in the house in the apartment. I'm like, damn, like I'm still here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, but I'm turning on ESPN. I'm right there. Oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, it's, it, it's a, it's a, you know, life come at you real fast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you go back home and you see what, see how you living, and it's like, man, I need to get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? And then, but I knew if I could do it. All that time, I can wait another year. 100%. And then, you know what I'm saying? I can wait a few more months. You know what I mean? Uh, so I don't have to worry about somebody saying, look, you got to pay me this back. I did this for you. Yeah. I did that for you. I was like, I'm not trying to have that. And especially around our neighborhood. I didn't want to have no dudes around the way. Like, yo, remember sure. I did this for you? Yeah. Nah. Bye. You might have picked me up and dropped me off at the bus stop or at yeah. my grandmother's house. But other than yeah. that, like, that's something you're supposed to do Never as a good person. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and then, but like you said earlier, man, yeah, we know where you stay and everything. Yeah, yeah, we used yeah, to, yeah. Own, like, we, we played for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, we never played. Like, I mean, of course, the goal is always to get rich. But we never played to get rich. <laughs> yeah. Like, we never played to, like, for the money. And, like, we literally just played. Cause, like you said, man, we just love to have fun. And and that that's, like, what's in our blood, you know? You think about parents and agents are getting a lot of flack for their role and, and all this. And it's, it's bigger than that. Let me, if I was an agent and I can get to a kid at 15 years old and I can, you know, build a relationship that early, I would do it too. Yeah. That's just a part of the job. You know what I'm saying? That's just like, all right, I want this. Like, if I wait too long, I might miss out on this kid. And I might, you know what I mean? If I was an agent, you got to look at everybody's side. Like, obviously, you know, some stuff is not done the right way. But if you, you know what I mean? If you got an opportunity to kind of deal with a kid or try to get close to him or just try to build that relationship at an early age, like, you know, why not? Mm -hmm. Some of these dudes try to dangle money over top of it yeah. instead of really trying to build. But some, but some, Katie, also some, this will allow, I don't know if people are aware of this, but you guys know, but you got parents who, when, when it's time to pick an agent, yeah, yeah, there's a bidding war just to get a meeting. Yeah, that's crazy. 
Come on, man. A hundred thousand dollar bidding war just to get a meeting. That's not securing. No. The, 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 that's not securing the player. That's, that's just sad. to get in, the, in the door. That's sad. And so that's that's coming from a lot of parents, a lot of sad. you know family members. So that's that's not talked about a lot. But those those are the same parents that like give up control of their kids' decisions. It's gonna come a point in time, like these kids going at 17, 18, and that may be happening. And when it comes to that, like you said, there's going to be a point in time where your son is going to say, I'm done with all of y'all. Yeah. And that's going to be the time where he flourishes. Because yeah. all the BS is going to be out the picture, and he's going to realize his worth and his power when it comes to this. Because we in a gym. You know what I'm saying? Putting we putting that work in. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is our skill. This is not, like... I try to tell these kids now, if I meet a young, like, this is what you're doing. Your moms and all of them, they, they got your best interests or they think they do. But at the end of the day, you were putting in that work. So keep it there. Always worry about that work. All that other stuff, building your brand, trying to, you know, market yourself all at that, that age. Like, why are you even worrying about that? All like, of that come with putting in work. It come work. with putting in work. So it's like... It's going to come a time now. If these parents want to do that, control every single thing, and make this about the business at that young of an age, it's going to come a time where these kids are going to wake up and realize what you're doing, and that's going to put a strain on, on your for relationship. A lot of kids, it's too late when they do this. Yeah, exactly. Up, man. And that's, that's the worst part of it all. And what, what kind of parent don't want to, is, going, is not going to want to talk to their son? Like, that's that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. It's gonna get deeper than a little basketball, a little basketball business. It's gonna get like a, a relationship. Yeah, it's gonna be a relationship that's gonna be broken. Right. So if you're willing to do that over a couple dollars, then mm-hmm. that's yeah, your decision. Yeah, yeah. So makes the consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey guys, no, I, I want to appreciate. Appreciate y'all for doing this. Hey, some more shrimp before we you know, go. Love, I no, appreciate I, I, that. This is this is real cool. It's all on KD, so we go ahead. I take it, Thank even you. though I'm in his time. Oh, but it's hey, all good. Yeah. on that note, hey, bring some more stuff about it.